During the following decade, government officials such as bureaucrats, policemen, mailmen, and train conductors would follow the military's lead in Western dress. In 1885, Tokyo's Imperial University put its pupils in black gakurang, or tsumeri, closed square-collar jackets and matching pants, a look that has since become the classic uniform for male students. It was not long before Western culture began to trickle down from state institutions and into the lives of Japan's upper crust. The endearing symbol of the early Meiji era was the Rokumeikang, a French Renaissance-styled hall where Japanese elites dressed up in formal ensembles, danced the waltz, and mingled with wealthy foreigners. From the 1890s forward, urban white-collar workers wore British-style suits to work. Kensuke Ishizu's childhood coincided with the Taisho era, a period when the growing middle classes joined elites in adopting Western customs. Everyone consumed more meat and milk, and the most radical political factions demanded greater democratic representation. Ishizu was a product of his times, playing imported sports like baseball and preferring hamburger steaks to fish. He also exhibited a precocious interest in Western clothing. He wanted to wear the black gakuran jacket with gold buttons so badly that he asked his parents to transfer him to a different school far from his home. Later in middle school, Ishizu schemed with his tailor to add flair to his uniform without breaking the dress code, square flaps on the back pockets and wider hems. At this point in the 1920s, Japan was undergoing rapid changes in social mores. The notorious mobo and moga, modern boys and modern girls, stood at the vanguard. After the devastating 1923 Great Kanto earthquake, many Japanese women adopted practical Western dress for better disaster preparedness. Moga, by contrast, played with Western culture as style wearing silky dresses with short bobs. Their mobo bows slicked back long hair and wore flared wide-leg trumpet pants. Every weekend, mobo and moga flocked to Tokyo's lavish Ginza neighborhood and strolled its well-lit brick streets. These youth liberated Western culture in Japan from the Rokumeikan model, swiping style leadership from the upper classes and taking it in unauthorized directions. In 1929, Ishizu moved to Tokyo to attend Meiji University after promising his father he would come back to take over the family business. With an ample stipend, he transformed himself into a man of action. He remembered later in life, My life as a student was amazing. I was never once bored. He coached boxers as a cornerman, founded the school's first motorcycle club, and ran an unlicensed taxi service with a friend. In just a few short months, Ishizu had become the living embodiment of the mobo. As part of this mobo ethos, Ishizu rejected the utilitarian Gakurang school uniform and instead ordered a three-piece suit in brown-green tweed at the cost of half a professor's monthly salary. He matched it with white and brown saddle shoes. Ishizu lived in this dashing outfit at all moments, even in the stifling Tokyo summers. But the mobo and moga moment would be short-lived 
Worried about the rise in leftist radicals, the government reversed course on liberalization in the early 1930s. Tokyo's Metropolitan Police Department launched a campaign to clean up juvenile delinquency, pledging to close every dance hall in the city. Law enforcement swept the streets of Ginza for overly fashionable youth. The police arrested anyone doing anything suspiciously modern, going to cinemas, drinking coffee, or even eating grilled sweet potatoes on the street. After narrowly escaping trouble with Japan's notorious thought police, Ishizu returned to Okayama in March 1932 to marry his young bride, Masako. While most of the family dressed in traditional Japanese robes, Ishizu could not resist the opportunity for a sartorial flair. He was wed in a high-collar morning coat and a custom-ordered ascot. For their honeymoon, the couple headed back to Tokyo and spent a week at the dance halls and movie theaters, enjoying the last gasp of the morning.